It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk. We are live Thursday. Welcome in, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Good to be with you here on another uh, great day, the day the Lord has made. Rejoice in it. Hello. All right, 101.1 FM. That's where a lot of you are listening. Or uh, WXJC Radio. You can uh, find the website or the free app. And, of course, uh, always find us at PriorityTalkRadio.com. You can listen live. You can listen later. You can watch now live on uh, Facebook on our stream. And you can uh, watch a lot of stuff later as well. Connect to our Rumble page. You can do that right through the website. All of our advertisers are also listed there at the PriorityTalkRadio.com website. That's very important because without them, uh, there is no Priority Talk Radio. All right? I mean, that's just the truth of it. We don't ask you for money. We don't ask you to donate for the radio show. Never done it one time. But we do ask you to uh, use our use our advertisers, use our sponsors, our supporters when you can. All right? So uh, listen in, and uh, when you need help, call these folks. They're the right folks t- to use. And uh, you can't go wrong. All good folks, if they're sponsoring this show, you know what kind of people they are. And, uh, hey, we say uh, welcome in to Paul Brazier here with us today. Pastor, how are you? Man, I'm doing well. How are you getting along today? I've been I've been good. Been a little been on the <laughs> run here the last day or two, as you know, just a little bit. But that's all right. That's good. Uh, some days I'm on the run and just fly in here. And, uh, you know, I'm always studying and working and prepping wherever I'm at. But um, it's nice to uh, when you can just settle in and uh, – yeah. And get ready, and we're we're ready to roll today, um, for sure. Um, what you been up to? We, we ain't even talked. Man, it's been a while. You, hadn't flying it? in here, that's you. You oh, just flew great. in here. Yeah, I flew on two in wheels. Here yeah, on two wheels. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did hit the curb on the way in. I think, but <laughs> but the wheels are good. I'm what, thinking. What's, what's Pastor been doing? Any funerals? Pa- VBS? Oh my goodness, a lot of funerals. Um, yeah, we've done VBS. Um, yeah. We had a really good crowd for that. Uh, that went really good. Had a bunch of kids coming to the Lord, and um, then we've got. Uh, then we went on our mission trip to Jamaica. That was a f- lot of fun, and uh, that's right. I hadn't talked to you since then. Uh, since before, then. maybe we have. We've I mean, talked some, but yeah. we hadn't been on radio together. I, I preached for you when you were in. Jamaica. That's right. Sure and uh, that was really good. That went, was very well, and a lot of young folks came to know the Lord there, and uh, and we just had a blessed time. Came back. Uh, we had our freedom celebration where we blew up fireworks yeah. like nobody's business. And, Do you have another good oh, firework? Yeah, I think we scared. Half, I think we had half the uh, um, national security folks on us, you know, because we blew up so much fireworks. <laughs> we had some police officers come in to, to see our fireworks, and they came in. They're just checking on us like they always do, and, and we really appreciate them. And I came in and I said, I just want y'all to know, right now we have more firepower than you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they said, really? I said, yeah. You just go over and take a look at the stuff that we're about to blow up. 
and um and then when it was all over with i was laughing as i went off the air i mean it went out of the off the uh field with them and i said now you've got more than we do so we had a good time with that but just the great the neat thing we're looking forward to now is our football camp and um that's we have um, is that this saturday it's uh saturday week it's saturday the 23rd week. and uh, and all and matter of fact i was going to ask you anyway if, if um trent was going to be busy that week i was going to steal uh, him i don't know for that. tell him, him he, he'll get paid and fed too i know he couldn't come this of, saturday but he might could the next week could. I, i'd need another cornerback and okay. i and i need him to do that and if he could come i was gonna maybe he's that. listening yeah trent you i need you paul has need of you we're so. going out to some football tonight uh, when really? i leave here He's already going to be there because it starts a little early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going out to the flag football. Uh, I think it's the gold medal uh, tonight. Oh, really? At Legion, it's Legion Field. Yeah. The oh wow, that's flag cool. football. Oh, that's that's. So back I didn't out, know they had that. Yeah. For I mean, you know, for Olympic kind back of stuff. Back out to Legion Field one more time. Really? Hey, every time I go to Legion Field, I think it's the last time, and there's always another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been there. Lady been there, gets around. I've been you? there for the last time about five times. <laughs> It's kind of like the uh, who's the band that just keeps touring. That it's a it's the yeah, farewell the, tour, and then they yeah. just uh, keep coming back. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, uh, the beach, kind of, uh, the what do they call well, them? Well, the Rolling Beach Stones, Boys, Rolling Stones. But, yeah, they just <laughs> final yeah. time, and here they are. Yeah, some of those. I, I'm wondering if the original cast is still with them. I think there's probably one left. Yeah, know, that's so the drummer. Yeah, or something yeah. Like that. <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's kind of wild. But uh, yeah, I, I'd love to have him out. We do a, a football camp, and it'll be from like eight thirty to twelve. We'll take breaks every thirty minutes. It's free. Uh, I've got uh, college. I, I just started asking some guys that I know, and most of these guys, I call them a few weeks before, and they're good with it. I'll send out the schedule sometime this week or Monday, and I've got about three or four already that play college ball. I've got some coaches that are coming mm-hmm. out to help us this time, and we present the gospel. Yeah. We we coach the – Coach Clements to come. You know, that's not a bad yeah, idea. Right I, need, down the I road. need to holler at him. Yeah. That's a good deal. And then uh, – um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get them to tell the testimonies. Mm-hmm. They'll – uh, the, the coaches will those that are helping um, I, last year I had some fun I said what's your best play mm-hmm. the best play that you knew that God gave you a good ability and you were very grateful that you know so I got some fun answers for the, you know the, and the kids loved hearing these college stories and high school stories and stuff from some of the boys but the main thing was every boy share, every young man shared their testimony mm-hmm. and so that was a really cool thing and I had I think we had 10 or 12 get saved at, at the last camp we wow. had Man. good stuff I know y'all Lord have a lot moves. of people come out you mm-hmm. had just started coming on Thursdays last year before the camp. Because yeah. I remember the first yeah. week or two you it's were here. before I came to, to, to the church. Yeah, Central. we were talking about mm-hmm. it. That's exactly right. We, we were sort of. So that's out at a Central Baptist in Trustful. Mm-hmm. You guys have got a big, nice field out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's um, just off uh, I-59 out um, right on the Jefferson so St. Clair County mm-hmm. line, just real close there. Mm-hmm. If you get off the Argo exit, you can just uh, get off on that exit if you're going toward yeah. the north. Yeah. And then just... Back right back. Trustful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's not even maybe a half mile quarter mile from the the exit there yeah. it's not far not not at all all righty well good to have you here good and, to be uh, here we man. had a man had an active show yesterday hope we have another active <laughs> show today uh, a lot of you yesterday and i got a lot of follow-up after the show is what i wanted to mention about the uh the pregnancy centers yeah um you know supporting them uh had people reaching out going hey thank you for mentioning had multiple people thank you for highlighting talking about that and look i I'm glad to do it. I've been doing that since 2011, and I've had featured many of them on the show, uh, and, I, and I'll, I'm happy to continue to do that because the work they do is so important, and it's even more important now than it has been, quite honestly, really because the need is going to be greater and greater, and uh, and they've got a there's a you know th- there's a there's an eye on them now, and so you've got people that want to do away with uh, with our pregnancy centers and 
Uh, you know, they, they've got, they've had them, but the enemies are coming out of the dark now into the light, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know who they are. And so, uh, so these folks are really uh, not only in a good work; they're in a, um, um, I don't, I'm trying to find the right word here. Um, um, there, there's a certain amount of uh, trepidation they have to do it with now, yeah, because of watching everything they're doing. Yep. You know, and we want to talk about some of that today because okay. it is Theological Thursday. Good, right, Jason? You over there, Jason? Here? Yes, oh, I am. Jason. Theological hey, Thursday. Who, who, Jason? By the way, can moonwalk. Uh-oh. Yes, I can. How did I, that, I proved it yesterday. How did that come out on the video? Did you see? I did not look back at it. Okay. He moonwalked yesterday. I'm impressed. Now, moonwalking is not very impressive on radio, Yeah, but we did have the video. That's good. I yeah, held I up mean, the camera yeah. and tried to... to, to yeah, I don't, so but I haven't looked at it. At 53, I still got it. Look, go back and 53. get go back and get that, Jason. Let's put it on Facebook. All right, I got oh, one man. thing. I, well, if I do, I'm, I'm, putting it, I'm turning it into a GIF. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> do it. I'm all, I'm all for it. Do it. All I want to know... I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. If you can moonwalk, can you do a toe touch, jump up and touch your toes? Uh, if I did that, I'd probably end up in the emergency room <laughs> with, a, with, with a broken tailbone or something. I can still do it at 62. He's, oh, wow. Yeah. I can still do it. I can't, and I can't wait for the football camp because I get tackle dummies again. That'll be fun. Yeah, uh, don't, don't brag too much about you, dude. We might <laughs> have you doing it right here in a few yeah. minutes. He uh, mentioned something about, we were talking about the break dancing at the World Games. Oh, I can't do that. I and I asked him back that. in the day, could he break dance? And he said, no, but I could moonwalk. And I said, let's see it. <laughs> I did the worm. I still do the worm. And we can do the worm. I'm let's impressed. Get, let's do the worm today. Oh, no, no. I'm and not down the hallway. Uh, you're not going to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the music going for you. Somebody grab the camera quick. Jason's lost his mind. You know. Does impressions and can dance on top of it. That's really good, it's man. It's just weird, you know. I, I but we have fun with stuff like that. Yeah, can exactly. you cook? Uh, yeah, I can cook. <laughs> I can do. I can clean. I can do windows, and I can hack right. and, and moonwalk. So there you go. What are you doing here? I, I you know, <laughs> I just I, I'm trying to build my confidence. With all those, okay. yeah, all the, those the, the audience is very very strict about the, the talent that they want to see. They're they're not starved for choice. So oh, okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, I do appreciate everybody following up yesterday. Uh, you know what we tried to do to highlight the uh, pregnancy centers and look we'll still do that if you want to call in and highlight your local uh, you know pregnancy center resource center save a life they all they have different names you know but basically they they help people who uh who have unexpected pregnancies and issues like that and a lot of times they're doing the ultrasounds and they're letting them see the baby and the heartbeat Mm -hmm. they're offering you know Elizabeth Warren talks about them like they're some kind of evil people. Oh yeah, and and you know misleading and torturing pregnant women and all this. And look, those are the nicest people, salt of the earth, best people in the oh, world. Yeah. This about giving, life, you know? giving uh, giving baby formula and diapers and clothes for pregnancy and love and support and usually offering their services basically for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't seen Planned Parenthood do anything for free. No. Uh, no, no, they don't give abortions they for charge, free. They you charge the government that's, for it. That's what it's all about. And they charge yeah. the, the people, too. They do both. Yeah. Well, this month at, at uh, our church and many churches in the area is um, is our month that we do the baby bottle boomerang. A lot are there. doing that. And so we're, we're taking up money for that. And, and the center you know, there in Trustful is, uh, mm-hmm. she's been on here with me before. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't remember it. her name because I'm still um, new there. She's been on with me. Yeah, um, the lady that runs good it. Good folks. Um, gosh, I can't remember. There's the a name. lady in Leeds I went to high school with us that actually was one of the founding people with it, and they met with you yeah. and me back sure when did. we were at um, for uh, first priority mm-hmm. back in '97. I, I remember believe. that. I can't think of her name either. But that's called I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> well, just talking uh, about the urgency of uh, of abortion and and that work and yeah, um, we wanted to highlight today as part of Theological Thursday. We wanted to highlight um, the topic of spiritual warfare. 
So we're going to give that a run today. Spiritual warfare. And then maybe on next hour, uh, we'll see if we get to it. I also have a, uh, a list. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's not original with me. Uh, and I can share it of uh, about the church. And it uh, gives you, what was it, seven, Paul? Is that what it was? Seven reasons? Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven reasons or seven signs mm-hmm. that your church is dying. Mm. So we can talk through those as well. Yeah. If uh, times get desperate, we can go to that. Yeah. So uh, let's see how many of you guys will hear from today on the topic of spiritual warfare. Uh, it's a good topic. And look, it's, it's uh, awfully relevant because everything we're seeing, not just now, but in, in the past and in the future, uh, everything we see going on uh, that we look at it and go, man, that's bad. Or, man, that's great. It's all a result of spiritual warfare. Right. I don't, don't want to over-dramatize, but uh, there is a, um, there's a war going on, an unseen war going on, uh, a, a spiritual battle uh, or a spiritual warfare that, uh, that we need to stop and acknowledge. You know, it's easy to, uh, to get frustrated with uh, this side or that side of an issue, or it's, it's easy to get enamored with mm-hmm. one side and think it's all about you know how good they are. No, not really. Or how bad these other people are. No, it, it's really not. It's a spiritual warfare. And so, uh, you know, we're all players in it. We're all in the battle. And, uh, and so uh, you've got these, these two factions or armies that, uh, that are, whatever word you want to use, that are in this struggle, as Ephesians calls it, a struggle. That's right. And so it's not about the flesh and blood. It's not about the D or the R. It's, it's not about that. I mean, that, it's easy to get caught up in that. And there's definitely sides of it, although maybe they're not as clear cut as we may think they are to begin, you know, when we look at it in the natural Um, but spiritual battles uh, warfare are real Um, they're on a broad scale and on an individual scale we're all we're all walking a a spiritual uh, uh, struggle every single day every day and uh, and different in all of our life but uh, over time different areas of our life come um, I would say come under attack and you have to learn to to, to battle through those things using the spiritual uh, tactics and weapons that and, and tools that God has given us. And so that's sort of what we want to get in today. We'll talk about the players and who's involved and uh, how this how this plays out. Uh, we'll take your phone calls at 205-941-1011. Uh, what are some areas uh, of, of society or maybe even your own life or family? Where you have seen spiritual warfare uh, up close and personal, and you've you've said, "Man, this I am in a spiritual battle." Mm-hmm. You knew it, and how'd that go for you? How'd it turn out? Uh, give us a call: two zero five nine four one one zero one one. Priority talk. Fox Mortgage NMLS one eight four seven six two. Jim Corey NMLS two one two zero five five. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey. 
I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So He's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage president Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Hey, this is Alex Kendrick from the movie Courageous, and you're listening to Priority Talk on WXJC. Okay, in this world, we have um, different um, parts of creation and uh, are playing out not only in the physical realm, but the spiritual realm as well. Um, There are uh, physical creatures like us, and then there are spiritual creatures. Um, uh, We've we've talked about man before and, uh, you know, some of the physical. Uh, Let's take a few minutes, though, as we uh, start this Theological Thursday discussion and uh, and talk about... um, spiritual warfare let's just start by talking about the uh, the spiritual creatures i guess would be the right word or creation that god has uh, god th- that's there because um, there's two sides to this battle and um and and i guess we could start this off uh talking about angels and demons mm-hmm. right is that a good place to start Paul? good place to start yeah, yeah. it is I- i'm preaching on um uh, Ephesians 5, and I'm going to talk about husbands and wives, but you know where I'm going back? I'm going back to Genesis on Genesis 3 uh, to start that on because uh, we as husbands and wives have things that we battle spiritually, and it starts there. And then Paul's going to give us that answer, and I'm going to go back and preach that part the next week. But but again, who's the players in that that battle in in chapter 3? Well, it's God, it's Satan, and then here we are in the middle. That's right. And so we've got to deal with God that. and Satan, and and much of their work is carried out through these angels and demons, uh-huh. demonic forces. Uh, angels, you know, uh, uh, you know, get both of these. You get a lot of uh, misinformation. Let's just look at what the Bible says about there them, you okay? Go. Because um, you know, you, you see people pass away, and and I know that they mean well, but you know, people pass away and they say, you know, oh, another angel has flown. No, when we pass away, we're not angels, okay? We don't Mm -hmm. become angels. Um, So angels uh, are created. God created them. They're they're spiritual beings and uh, created by God. And he, the Bible tells us that God, he made the heaven, he made all the heavens, and he made the host of the heavens. And that's Mm -hmm. the angels that we're talking about. Uh, so we're talking about these angels. They have a, they have moral judgment. They uh, they have a high intelligence. Uh, they don't possess uh, physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can uh, come and and visit in um, 
like a physical body, but they don't have physical bodies. They're different. They're not humans. They're different. They're they're spirits. And uh, uh, even Jesus said, Luke twenty four, spirit does not have flesh and bone. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they're not ordinarily seen. That's why we said earlier this battle is really unseen. Mm-hmm. It's that other dimension. That I we preached a sermon series one time, the unseen, and mm-hmm. that's what it was all about. Uh, they're they're unseen, and um, and unless the Lord opens our eyes to them, we don't mm-hmm. see them. Is that right? Yeah, I, I mean I agree. That, that's sort of the way it goes. Mm-hmm. So they can take on bodily form to appear. Yeah, like um, at the at the tomb of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We have that example, but they're normally invisible. And uh, they go about performing their activities, like guarding us. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do believe angels guard us. Yeah. They, they look out for us. Well, Michael's one of them, the, the highest archangel That's there exactly is. Right. Michael's art. He's, he's the one that looks after the children. And I've said it like I've heard it said like this, and I've said it like this. Um, you know, people think they have a guardian angel. Probably not. Probably you don't have your own guardian angel. I um, need about eight or ten. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would put it like this. Um, they don't so much play man to man as they play zone. Yeah, and, and we get some uh, we get some examples of that in scripture when we t- when you see some in the Old Testament. Daniel talking about um, how they were over certain uh, territories, Persia and different things mm-hmm. like that. So we we do see that, uh, but but they are there to uh, to guard us. They they uh, they worship. Mm-hmm. We we read that all through scripture, mm-hmm. all the way into Revelation, which you're very familiar with. Um, they uh, they they have a, a moral judgment because uh, we know they 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 can actually rebel against God because that's where our demons came yeah. from. That's They're where given, our demonic they were forces, given a choice. That's where Satan came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, an angel, a high-ranking angel, involved in the worship, and rebelled. And so that's that is uh, the one called Satan or Lucifer. Mm-hmm. That is that's who that is. And so they have a moral judgment. And, uh, and and they, they follow him. They 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 tended to follow uh, Satan. Well, many did. Well, mm-hmm. As many as like a third, I think a third. It's about a third mm-hmm. of the third angels third. rebelled mm-hmm. and followed. And so uh, so these uh, those are the demons, and we'll talk more specifically about that. But uh, but angels are called mighty ones. Um, they uh, they are uh, uh, God's uh, agents used for Him, and we see them all through Scripture and. Why would we think we see them all through Scripture and, and hear about their work all in Scripture and not think they're active now? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things in Scripture that are there, and a lot of folks say, well, that's a, that's a dead gift now, and that's dead here, and that's not anymore and all this, but, but angels are still there. God still speaks to us the yeah. way he's always spoken to us, yeah. and it's just that we as a people don't really listen to i loved the uh, the bible miniseries you know the mm-hmm. series and i've been watching that some it, it was really good but i love the way especially in some of the old testament stuff they portrayed uh angels man i mean they were they were some strong you know <laughs> uh some strong beings coming in they weren't mm-hmm. you know little baby angels floating around and stuff like that no man these were warriors oh yeah that, that came in and did their work and uh, and so I, I think we should think of it this of that way. God has uh, powerful uh, forces um, serving Him, and, um, and and following His word, and that's what they do. They carry out God's plan. They uh, they 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 do His word. They are examples for us, and so we should study them. Uh, they worship God. They glorify God, and so um, we should be aware of the unseen presence of angels in our world 
mm-hmm. and in our life. And I think too often, that's why we're talking about spiritual warfare, we uh, we discount that. We do. We, we, we all see opportunities. And, you know, I hear people sometimes they'll go, man, this and this happened, and, I, you know, I just missed this happening or, you know, in a bad way. Maybe mm-hmm. I just missed being in this wreck, right, just this yeah. or just that, or if this wouldn't have happened. <clears throat> and I look at it and I go, yeah, I don't know for sure, but, man, that sure does sound like um, – Somebody God's put their work. hand there. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. like God. God had His hand in that, which means God had uh, yeah. someone working on His behalf or uh, one of His uh, tools working on His behalf. So, um, so anyway, thus don't um, neglect the acknowledgement of angels protecting us, guarding us, uh, worshiping, uh, even visiting us as strangers, mm-hmm. seeking hospitality. See, I, I had that happen with some friends of ours. You you know the people I'm talking about. And well, I'll tell you later, then we'll go to break. Let's come back because I story. think I saw this as a point in this discussion where mm. some people might want to give examples. That's good. Um, have you have you ever felt like you um, uh, were um, visited by a uh, an angel seeking hospitality? Because that's what the Bible tells us. Go to Hebrews 13. Uh, we don't pray. We don't worship angels, but we should acknowledge them. So, in fact, John tried to worship an angel, and the angel said, don't do that. In Revelation, he said, don't worship me. So, but have you ever entertained an angel, maybe unaware, and then you look back on it one day and go, hmm, I bet bet we have more so than we think. And um, we need to honor that and recognize it when we come back. Mm -hmm. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Daryl Strawberry used to bring crowds to their feet with his towering home runs at Chase Stadium. But he didn't find peace until he fell on his knees before God. Now he's coming to an event near you. The 413 Men's Conference will be held at Jasper High School in Jasper on Friday night, July 15th, and Saturday, July 16th. It will be an opportunity to hear great speakers like Strawberry, Alabama's Jeremiah Castile, and Auburn football's Chet Williams. But it will also be a venue to get biblical and practical tools to work through the issues of life and step into a spiritual leadership role in your circles of influence. To register, visit PriorityTalkRadio.com forward slash events. Take the first step towards a breakthrough. We'll see you there. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Okay, we are back. It is a Theological Thursday discussion here on Priority Talk Live. Okay, the phone number, 205-941-1011. We've been talking, uh, well, we're talking spiritual warfare, and uh, we were just uh, sort of given the overview of, of angelic uh, beings and uh, talking about how they're created spiritual beings. They, uh, they don't have physical bodies, but they can take on a physical body. 
they are um, uh, referred to all throughout the scripture more more scriptures than we could even begin to uh, to to begin to mention um, they uh, are invisible to us unless uh, God opens our eyes to them uh, they worship God they they serve him they carry out his purposes and uh, and sometimes the Bible tells us that um, they will visit us as uh, strangers seeking hospitality, Hebrews 13 and verse 2. Uh, so um, that makes me think if the Bible said that that happens, it makes me think it happens. It does. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of that simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the Bible says sometimes that's going to happen, then we should expect um, to, to have experiences like that or to hear of experiences like that. Uh, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Hebrews thirteen two. That's out of the Holman, or that's out of the New King James. So, uh, just as we bring that up, Paul says he's got a, a story of of, of, yeah. of entertaining an angel. We got some mutual friends of ours that um, special people to us that they got yeah. me involved in first priority many years ago, and um, and all. But uh, the lady um, and her son. Uh, of the family of course the son's in ministry now he's a missionary in, in Mexico but the lady and her son were he was in high school and they were out eating at a fast food restaurant and they were getting out of their car and going to order something and they were going to take it in the car and leave and a, a guy came up to them he had long hair and he looked a little rough but he had a sleeveless shirt on with a star of David on on his shoulder tattooed on his shoulder with the name Michael underneath it and uh, um, and they got to talking to him in line, and he said, "Would you mind buying me some food? I really, I'm really hungry, and love to spend a little time with you know, love to just for y'all to get me something." So I, I'm on a journey, and I'm getting kind of tired. He was seeking hospitality. Seeking hospitality. Like, yeah. So the so bottom line is, is they they said sure, and they got him. They ordered him something, then they ordered their meal, and they began to talk, and they asked him where he was from, and he says, "Well, I'm coming. I've been in Rama, which is a, a Bible college up out west, and um, he said, and then I came uh, through Colorado." And then uh, and they said, where are you heading to? He says, well, I'm going to Conyers, Georgia. And, uh, and so he, was, um, he, he gets his food, and, and, and she said, well, let me get you a bus ticket. I'll get you a bus ticket. We can just send you there. He says, because she found out he was walking. And um, so she said, let me get you a bus ticket. He said, no, 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 I'm fine. So he goes out the door. They hand the, the people at the food place, give them their food. They run out the door to catch him because they're going to drive him. And they met their mind they're going to drive him not five ten seconds behind him and they looked all over the place could not find him mm. uh the next day was the shooting in conyers and then just a little bit before was the columbine shooting so it was just one of those things where it was just it's kind of spaced out but here's this guy and they told me he says paul i think it was an angel and his name was michael and you, you look up daniel uh, last yeah. chapter of daniel it says michael the archangel looks after the children and so you say well some of them got shot. Well, there might have been more shot if he wasn't there. Absolutely. You know, so uh, it, it, a lot of, um, and it would not, it does not surprise me that these two folks saw him because they're very spiritual people. Walk with the Lord. Uh, the young man is in the in the wilds of of Mexico right now that, that I was talking about. He he's got a family. They're battling drug cartels and, and sharing the gospel with people in Mexico, doing a wonderful work out there. So, real proud of their family. So I think that uh, totally. You know, we we have to take our it experience and match it up to scripture, mm -hmm. not uh, not our feelings or whatever. And that matches up to me exactly yeah. uh, what what the scripture says we uh, should be looking for. 
Uh, have you uh, maybe entertained an angel or, or know of someone who has, as Paul just told that story, or, or had an angel, um, uh, you think you crossed paths with an angel, 205-941-1011. Uh, a lot of people would think this is crazy talk or, or, or kooky. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's right there in the Bible, so uh, yeah, for, call, call me crazy. Call me yeah. kooky if you want to. Uh, Jason, you say you, you have a... Well, I, my, my story was a little bit different. You know, they, 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 there's, I don't know if there's a saying in the Bible or not, this is the death of a saint is well attended. Um, I, I don't know if that was in the Bible or not. I, I know, don't. I'm I know not even familiar with that statement. The death of a saint is you know, precious in the sight of the Lord, yeah. but, but I don't know about well, attended. Well, 22 years ago, my transition. dad was diagnosed with a glioblastoma, brain cancer. Mm. He had a tumor in his head, and uh, he was terminal. And they put him on hospice after they removed the tumor. They knew it was going to come back, and he was just not going to make it. They gave him six weeks. He lived eight months. But the last three weeks of his life before he went back to the hospital to just where he expired, I guess, um, he every day would be visited by three men. He was just as coherent as you and I are right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yet he was able to see these three men that would come and visit him every day and talk with him. I couldn't see them. Uh, no one else could see them. And at night, he would have a lady that would that looked like she was dressed up from like the 1800s hmm. that would come into his room and sit in the chair next to his bed and just smile at him. And, you know, like, the, of course, sort of a very reassuring look. Um so I, I, I want to believe that, that what he was seeing was, you know, were angels. They, they, they didn't have wings. Though angels, the only wing, I've been told the only angels that have wings are the, the seraphim and the cherubim. The mm-hmm. rest of them do not have them whatsoever. All of that has been romanticized from the 14th century on. Yeah. Um, but where all that was concerned, it brought my dad a lot of comfort and peace. Sure. Did. He would have yeah. conversations with these men that would visit him. Uh, and what was really amazing to me, three days after my dad passed away, I ended up having a vision late at night and seeing him out in our backyard at nighttime around a campfire. And my dad looked like he was 26 years old. Um, you couldn't see the faces of the white-robed people that were around him that he was with, but he had this expression of... of, of uh, not only contentment, but he was happy and as though he was being taught and learning things. And so that was it was very amazing to wake up to that. Hmm. Um, well, very interesting. And he 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 told you these things. Yeah, I was there with him when he was experiencing it. Yeah. Uh, so and he so he's telling you, you what's going on right here. Or the people in the him? hospital. He told you that they would come. <clears throat> oh yeah. And visit. Uh, well, okay. And just, even while he was at home before he went to the hospital, he's like, "Don't you see them?" Yeah, I got right you. There? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I, Paul, you you're as a pastor and me. You know, I've been there when people take their last breath. Mm-hmm. You know, and you often. You, you wonder what they're seeing. You do. And and mm-hmm. chill, babies, the same way. Mm-hmm. Babies, you can look and you go, what are you looking at? You know, they're laying there in they're their crib around, and they're looking yeah. around. And, <laughs> you, you know, you, yeah. what are you looking at? <clears throat> There's nothing to see, you know. And, and maybe, I don't know. But yeah. they're seeing some things that maybe we don't necessarily yeah. see. My dad had a, a real close friend of his back in the mid-60s uh, get cancer. And he was about to pass away. So dad would go visit him. And uh, when my dad came in that last time, he breathed his last when my dad walked in the room. But before he breathed his last, uh, the man looked up and says, oh, they're coming to get me. The mm-hmm. angels are here. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said. And and next thing you know, he breathed his last. And my dad said, 
Billy went on to be with the Lord. Hmm. And uh, so I, I'm like you. I, when we had our kids, I always wondered what they were yeah. looking at because yeah. they'd, they'd be just fixated on something. There was nothing there, yeah. you know. And so um, – Really they'll look, they'll be looking at the ceiling, just smiling and, and looking yeah. around at different. And you're you look like <laughs> there's actually recently there was an article that was put out. There's two different physicists who were talking about uh, quantum mechanics, quantum theory, and they were able to, to to reveal the fact that little children, because when when we're born, our brains are smooth. There's we don't have those ripples. In other words, the, the uh, all those pathways are not been formed yet. Right. And w- as we're growing up until we're about five or six years old. The world is being shaped into a construct by our parents and, and older people mm-hmm. that are around us to form our reality. But prior to that, they can see and experience what's going on around us, it's kind of in the, in the metaphysical realm. And they're, they're, they're coming to find this more and more as actually being accurate. In other words, we've been told before that, that we live in, in a type of hologrammatic simulation as, as far as uh, physics are concerned as far as quantum physics are concerned but who's the author of all that mm. that's right oh, yeah so right. if a child is 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 born into this world physically but their mind has not yet been shaped to conform to this reality then i, I really believe there's a good chance they are seeing i mean now we don't know sure. what they're seeing yep. but they're seeing something yeah sure. well it's a, it's an interesting topic give us a call I know a lot of you out there probably got things to say about this. Uh, 205-941-1011. That's what we're here for. Um, so uh, we're talking uh, spiritual warfare. We're, uh, we're talking uh, angels and now demons. Uh, we can talk demons as well. We do want to hear from you, your stories, though. Uh, going back to what you're saying, though, you know, this is a little bit off topic, but we learn more. I, don't, I can't quote numbers, but we learn more the first few years of our life than we do the rest of our life combined. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you think you come here as, I don't want to say a blank slate. Yeah, but that's, that's known as neuroplasticity. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. And you learn so much. I mean, you, you don't know any language, um, you know, human so you language. Don't know how to walk. Don't know how to Nothing. Reach. There's no coordination much. Nothing. I mean, there's hand to mouth. <laughs> but you, you know those you, great burbling sounds with your mouth. Yes, you, true. You, yeah. You're born known how to take milk <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and hand to mouth, I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe... You know, dirty up a diaper, mm-hmm. and, and that's about it. I was really good at that. <laughs> Maybe I mean, a big scream every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to let people know that yeah. hey, I either need I got food issue. or I got a dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah, a big scream, and that's it. Yeah, I see. You know, if a baby's screaming, you always say they're screaming for a reason. Oh yeah. You know, uh, there there's something going on. Mm-hmm. They don't just scream to scream. There's something happening. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, so they they learn. We learn so much. I mean, you just think about yeah. the language we learn. We go from not knowing a word. To by the time we're to figuring out what mom and four or five saying. six years yeah. old, you you know kids have a fully developed um, you know uh, understanding of language and carry on conversations and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take us now, we go try to learn a new language that we don't know. We couldn't learn it nearly as easily or quickly. Oh yeah, as a baby does. I'm just so jealous they can eat whatever they want. The potential to, and to learn, just, you know, and that's one reason it's, it's so important. important that they have. Uh, someone with them each and every day. A godly home. That's pouring praying, into them. That's talking Word to them, God, praying yeah. with them, uh, giving them experiences. Those first few years of life are so pivotal. Uh, out there on the road, it's Lloyd. Hello, Lloyd. Hey, how you guys doing? We're great. Today? Go ahead. Man, um, you know, I just happened to um, hit the scan button on the radio out here in the middle of the woods. And uh, 
you guys you guys appeared and I started listening and um and I definitely have something to say about this subject. Um, I lost my father about uh, four years ago. Lost my mother last summer, and um, um, on her deathbed, we were at the hospital, and she just point blank asked me, um, "Am I dead?" And I said, "Well, no, mother, of course not." I said, "You are. You're in the hospital." I said, "You're fine," and she goes, um, "Are you dead? And is your wife dead?" And I said. No, mother. I said, we're all right here together. I said, everything is fine. And she said, is daddy dead? And she met my father, her husband. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, well, mother, yes, he died about three years ago. And I mean, as, as, as sure as I'm standing here, she said, well, he came to visit me yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, and, and so, you know, I got in the car and I drove home and, you know, you're kind of perplexed by that. And I think she was kind of trying to figure out who was dead and who was alive. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't think she really knew. I think maybe she did see my dad. And and he was dead, and she was trying to figure out, well, why is he here if I'm alive? Mm -hmm. And I don't really think she could put it all together. Um, But, I mean, she was, if she wasn't bothered by it, she's like, well, He's, he's been to visit me a couple of times. Yeah. Lord, that's and very interesting. Like, um, it, it is. From, it, from a, uh, I would say from a biblical perspective, I I think, you know, there is a, the Bible teaches us there's a, there's a great chasm between life and death. You know, the two, we don't really cross over. Um, but that's not to say that your mother didn't uh, have an experience of, uh, of of some kind of mental um, visitation, you know, where a, a dream, a vision mm-hmm. of him. I wouldn't say he physically visited her. I don't know biblically no. if I could, there's if I could a biblical, match that up. There's a biblical reference. Uh, Solomon went to um, – not Solomon. Saul went to um, the witch of Endora, and he wanted to talk to Samuel because Samuel had died you yeah. know, before. And, and so it, it startled the witch of Endora when – when Samuel came up. Mm. Now, I don't know if it was a vision or if it was him yeah. personally. I think it was possibly sure. a vision. I certainly don't discount her and, um, story and that it brought yeah. comfort to her. Sure. And, uh, well, yeah. and, and, you know, it was really odd. I mean, you know, when, when you, she was, she died of cancer, so we spent many days in the hospital. Um, and, and, you know, and there's times where she was sleeping and napping and some, sometimes where she knew I was there, sometimes she did not. And she would carry on a conversation with someone who was not physical that I could see, mm-hmm. and I presumed it was, and I would hear her in the next room, even when she was still at home talking to someone, mm. um, just as lucid of a conversation as the one we're having now. Um, but it, it is, and you know, the, you talk to the hospice nurses, who are most definitely um, probably more versed in this than we, um, and they would all say the same thing. They would say, um, it's amazing how a few days before they pass, they all, not all, they, there's a lot that seems to say that they were visited by husbands or kids or people that had passed before them. Um, and the hospice nurses were dead on. They were like, you know what, we give her maybe, the doctors had said months. And the first hospice nurse that came in there was a veteran. She'd been around the block, and she said, um, "I'll give her, I'll give her a week," and she lived six days. So, yeah. oh yeah, no, yeah, no, they amazing. they definitely uh, 
get good at what they do. Well, hey, uh, Lloyd, I appreciate the phone call. I don't want to get too personal. What you doing out in the middle of the woods, though, man? We keep hearing banjo <laughs> music. <laughs> we, um, I, I, I'm a uh, sales manager for a label company, and um, I was in Florence, um, Birmingham, uh-huh. headed back to Birmingham. Okay. And there's a there's an area there where there is no radio stations at all, and mm. I'm in my son's car, and I don't know how to work any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just pushed the seat button until something stopped. <laughs> well, that's great, man. We'll, we appreciate it. Uh, we're here four to six, Monday through Friday. Absolutely. Well, y'all enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you, Lloyd. Yeah, thanks good for call. calling, Lloyd. Yeah, good call. All right. Uh, we, we will have to catch a break. Uh, but, you know, Jesus uh, told the um, told us about the rich man and Lazarus. And um, and we see pretty good there that there's not a, not a crossover. No, there's not. Most uh, folks believe so, that chasms where the angels that are – are not angels, but the demons that uh, uh, are too evil to walk the earth are there until the end times, and they'll be released. Then. Yeah, not just now. They could look over and see. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, you, Jesus said, they "Look, you can it, see." But the chasm's there. But it said, "Hey, send somebody to go tell my brothers not to come here." Mm-hmm. He he couldn't go tell them himself. That's right. So, and and I would say this too, and I'm I'm not I, I totally believe his story, hundred percent, thousand percent, and hey, very gee. comforting. Um, I, I think sometimes medications can play into that a little bit too. Um, you know, people can can see that you know mm-hmm. when they're we're getting strong medications, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that that discounts it or it's not important mm-hmm. or that it's uh, not comforting to them. Of course yeah. it is, but sometimes I think a lot of that stuff played together can uh, can, can make some 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 things happen that sometimes it's hard for us to explain. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to take a break. Two o five nine four one one o one one. We're talking spiritual warfare. We've been talking angels. And uh, their activity uh, in the world and in our life. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256 739 3337. That's today's family dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's family dentistry in downtown Coleman. This is Greg, and I want to thank you so much for listening. Healthcare that's budget friendly and faith based, it might sound like a pipe dream, but it's not. Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, is more than just a way to handle expensive medical costs. It's a nonprofit that brings together Christians from around the world and enables them to support each other financially and spiritually. Monthly gift payments are low, and you can rest easy knowing your gift is supporting fellow Christians. CHM has been serving Christians for over 40 years and satisfied billions of dollars worth of eligible medical bills and for hundreds of thousands of Christians. They're a BBB accredited ministry and the only health cost sharing ministry endorsed by Dave Ramsey. Are you ready to live out your faith in all areas of your life? CHM bringing Christians together through healthcare since 1981. Visit chministries.org/gather to join a family of believers today. That's chministries.org/gather to join a family of believers today. Hey, this is Jason Crabb and you're listening to Priority Talk right here with my friend Greg Davis. 
It is five minutes to the top of the hour. Time to sneak in a phone call if you've got a story. Uh, we're talking uh, angels right now. When we come back after the top of the hour, we'll get into uh, the other side of this, which are demons. Of course, angels who sinned against God, rebelled against God, and now they uh, work evil in the world. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll move into that when we come back as we talk spiritual warfare here on the program today. Theological Thursday. We, we try to Thursdays. We try to give it to the, the study of uh, the divine and, uh, and, and related elements of yeah. that, Theological Thursday. Doing it with Pastor Paul Brazier, 205-941-1011, if you'd like to uh, share a story. If you got a if you got a demonic story, um, maybe, maybe uh, hold that one for next hour. We're going we're <laughs> after the top of the hour. Right now, if you've got a story, though, an angelic story, uh, i got to say, unfortunately for me, my story of angels unaware uh, more times, when I think about that, I, I think of times where I've maybe uh, missed the prompting of God and then thought, man, was that an angel later on? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how mm-hmm. sometimes you feel like, hey, go talk to that person or go give them something, or, yeah. and then you don't do it, and then you wonder later on. Yeah. I mean, you number were. one, was I disobedient? Second, was that an angel, I wonder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of things uh, it could be. I, I was thinking while you were talking a moment ago how many times in the Scriptures – Angels did come and intervene when when the Israel it, when the Hebrew people were in battle. Yep. you know they appeared uh, when they well even when they left Egypt. You know mm-hmm. the angel came through and killed all the firstborn, and it just that that that's how they got out of Egypt. It just stunned Egypt so bad that that uh, Pharaoh had to let them go. Yep. you know, and so they they get involved in our lives in great ways to really kind of turn us. Uh, to to really what God's will for us is supposedly to be. Yep. If, we, if we're not in the right place, He'll send somebody to make sure it's that way. Yep. You know. Uh, yeah, I've heard stories of people close to me who uh, you know broke down the side of the road, yeah. were helpless and bad situation, and out of nowhere, yeah, somebody just walks up on them and is able to fix what they need, and then you turn around and they're gone. Yeah. I mean, I I've, I've heard those stories. You know, you, you know, you yeah. want to try to thank them or give them something or. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're gone. Where'd they go? Yeah. We, we had a guy, he called me. He says, he's crying. I said, what's the matter? He says, my daughter was in a car accident. And I was talking to her on the phone when it happened. Oh. Flipped the car upside down. And he wow. knew about where she was. He drove over there to her. And when he got to her, this is what happened. The car flipped upside down. She said, this nice man came. He was in a coverall suit. And he he unhooked her seatbelt and caught her before she hit the ground. Picked her up, stood her up, and said, you're going to be fine. And then he just walked away. And uh, uh, and some of the rescue workers came up and said, uh, "You got out of the car all by yourself." She said, "No, I had some help. That guy in the blue." And they said, "We've been watching your car for I don't know how long. We hadn't seen anybody over here. We've yeah. been coming to you." And she said, "Well, the guy in the blue jumpsuit." And finally, they realized that was probably an angel. Hmm. Very, very prayerful family. Wonderful prayer warriors for the Lord. Uh, but God answers prayers, and that's that's you know you're talking about spiritual warfare. Yep. We know the players, but but the deal is is we need to be in prayer. Well, sometimes you go, you know, it seems to be the people who uh, are are always uh, praying and you know quoting scripture, and you know those are the kind of people those things tend to seem to happen to. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they're looking for it. <laughs> they're looking for it. They're yeah. praying. They're asking for it. They're praying for it. They're Every saying, day. God, give your angels charge over us. You know, I mean. They're praying these things. Yeah, and so they they tend to happen. Yeah. to the people who. Uh, who believe they can happen first of all, mm-hmm. and who uh, have the faith to uh, to put that into action and, yeah. and actually look for it and expect it. You know, we have a choice to preach um, 
the truth, the faith, or we can preach isms. And we can pre- preach angelisms out of this and that sort of thing. But yeah. guess what? We're in a real, real relationship with God, and He really talks to us. And if we teach our people real faith and to listen to God and to obey God yep. and to every day look for what He's doing, hey, you're going to see a lot more than what we see now. Hour number one, we're talking spiritual warfare. We've got another hour yet to come. Good news and Christian values right here on WXJC Radio, PriorityTalkRadio.com. We'll be back with another hour. Stay with us. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. We are back for a second hour here on Thursday. Priority Talk Live. It's WXJCRadio.com or find the free app. Check out the station all the time. Wonderful, wonderful programming all the time here to build you up, not tear you down. WXJC Radio. And then, of course, uh, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Go there to find everything about this particular program. You can uh, listen live. You can listen later. You can watch live. You can watch later. You can do all of that. Find us on Facebook right now. You can get a look into the studio. uh, Priority Talk page on Facebook. We live stream most every day. So, Pastor Paul Brazier here in studio with us as well, and we've been talking spiritual warfare today, and uh, that's sort of that unseen battle, um, that uh, that unseen uh, struggle between uh, the good and the bad, between uh, God and Satan, and um, it's a it's a, something that we're all uh, engaged in in different levels in different ways, um, but there is this um, this spiritual battle that's going on on a daily basis across our our world across our culture and in our own personal lives as well and so we're, we're trying to hit all the different uh, levels of that uh, it's a lot to do but we're, we're trying to hit at it that way so uh, last hour we talked a lot about um, angelic work angelic beings that's, that's one right. side of the spiritual battle and uh, we need to be in tune with uh, with God and and uh, and how his angelic uh, beings work they're created by him for him. Now, about a third of these rebelled at some point, uh, in, in back in, in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible tells us about it. We read about it in Ezekiel. Read about it in Revelation. Revelation again. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these, uh, so we these are called demons. Uh, they're evil angels. Okay, let's say it that way. Uh, they sinned against God, and now they do evil work in the world. Um, and uh, it is. Um, um, that's we need to be just as aware of that as we do the angels. 
That's uh, right. Much of what we get frustrated about, much of what we get aggravated with or, or feel like is coming against us, we, we look at other people or circumstances or ideas. And, and yeah, those things are, are, are in the mix. But ultimately, it's a spiritual battle. And, uh, and it's the work of uh, anything that's not of God's will is the work of Satan and his demons. And that's, right. that's what we need to be cognizant of. And so, you know, and I, I, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody, Paul. You know, you look and you get mad at those people. Yeah. yeah. It's easy, like yesterday, it's easy to get mad at uh, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. And what she said. It's easy mm-hmm. to get mad at the lady who said uh, my, the, my abortion was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. It's easy to get mad I, at the politician who says God doesn't talk that way she anymore. She said I, it was uh, my expression of self-love. That's what she mm. said. Yeah, she mm. was a lover of self. That's exactly And I said, says. I feel sorry for her. I, I, now, I don't feel sorry for what she did. She 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 killed her baby. Yeah, and, but, but then to be proud of it, uh, to say it was the best decision she ever made, not not the not the hardest decision, not the most difficult decision, the best decision yeah. I ever made. So she hadn't made many. She's celebrating She hadn't it. made any good decisions. Um, it, it's easy to look at that person and get really mad at them, okay? And I get it. I do, too. But you have to go up a level or down a level, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak, and uh, and realize that there's there's the work of Satan going on yeah. there. Demons. Uh, it's know, not flesh and blood. Yeah. Well, you got you to remember, too, Satan is, one, the father of lies. He's the mm-hmm. author of confusion. And that's their language. And so if you're listening to people who are demonic or if you're listening to demons you're not going to be thinking correctly you're not no. going to be thinking in the truth and you can be convinced of all kind of things you know that it's okay to be this way i've heard men tell me for years say it's okay to lust i said well jesus says you don't need to lust you know it's, it says that once you've done it in your if you lusted you you know it's in your mind already and then it'll come out in your actions and one guy told me says well i'm i'm a man i was born to lust i said well what about lying you know what about you know? Mm-hmm. Ask about all these other things. I said so. It's it's not a it's a sin to lie, but it's not a sin to lust. I don't understand what that means. It's because Jesus says it's wrong, and so something's whispering in their ears that I was born this way. I, you know, this is the way. Well, it's just like Satan did in chapter three of Genesis. Oh, it's pleasing to the eyes, tastes good for food, and you'll you'll think clearly once you've done this, and you mm-hmm. certainly won't die immediately. Yeah. You know, and so he automatically questions God, and that's that's the warfare we're in. When Paul says he's run the right race and fought the fight, he's not talking about out there with swords and, and hitting people upside no. the head. He's talking about the spiritual fight speaking. against sin and the demons. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's let's get into that discussion. Uh, we're opening it up. Um, <clears throat> demons did not start out as evil; they were part of the original creation. They were part of uh, everything that God made. And God said he considered those things to be very good. Mm-hmm. Not, it was good and then very good. So the Bible doesn't tell us exactly when they fell. Uh, sometime between their, between creation and sometime between what we learn in Genesis chapter 3. Sometime mm-hmm. in there is when Satan and some third of, of the angelic force uh, rebelled against God. Uh, and there's, you know, we could get all into the to that probably yeah. don't have time to get that deep uh, into that but then Satan comes along and uh, tempts Eve to sin just as you were mm-hmm. saying uh, lust the eyes lust of the flesh and the pride of life he appeals mm-hmm. to all three of those just as he still does um, and so um, that creates this uh, Satan and then these uh, demonic forces and so uh, 
Satan, I mean, talk about the names a little bit because there's different names. Satan is, it, it, it's the per, I, to me, it's the most common name used. It's one yeah, I use. That or the devil. I don't yeah. say, you know, the devil or Satan. I don't, I don't use Lucifer that often, although mm-hmm. he is referred to as Lucifer. Mm-hmm. I don't use Beelzebub, but that word is mm-hmm. used. Nahash. Uh, Satan is more, what is Nahash. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Satan that is the personal name of the head of demons, and he's mentioned in um, passages like First Chronicles. Uh, Satan stood against Israel and incited David to number number Israel. Jesus speaks directly to him when says he says, "Be gone, Satan, mm-hmm. in the wilderness." Uh, when the disciples tell Jesus that the demons are subject to his name, Jesus responds and says, "I saw Satan falling like, like lightning. lightning from heaven." Mm-hmm. Um, so you get Satan. You get um, most commonly you do get the devil used. That's in Matthew four. You get uh, the serpent. Mm-hmm. It's called the accuser. Beelzebub, yeah, mm-hmm. ruler of this world, prince of the power of air, the evil one, the accuser of the brethren. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of different names, but it's this same head of the demons. That That's who we're talking about. Um, uh, John, t- Jesus tells in John, he was a murderer from the beginning, father of yeah. lies. This is that one we're talking about. First uh, uh, John, I think it is, says he'd been sinning from the beginning. So he's the original sin. You know, we talk about America's yeah. original sin. You hear that a lot nowadays. The original sin is Satan. He's the That's originator right. of sin and uh, sin before he deceived Eve. So the, the original sin was not even in the Garden of Eden. That was the original human sin. But the original sin came by way of this one called Satan. Uh, he, he tried. He's a tempter. He tried yep. to tempt Christ to sin. We've talked about temptation. We went mm-hmm. all through that a few weeks ago here. Um, and... Uh, and so uh, Satan and his forces, they'll try to use every type of destructive means they have to, uh, to tempt people and to blind people from seeing the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ. Mm-hmm. They'll use uh, uh, temptation. They'll use doubt. Mm-hmm. They'll use lies. Use money. Greed, murder. They get guilt, your attention confusion, focused on negative things. Sickness, mm-hmm. envy, slander. All of these are, are, are tips and tricks of Satan to use against uh, God's purposes in our world and, and you and your purposes uh, that God has for you. So um, demonic activity in our world, uh, that's where we want to sort of head with this, 205-941-1011. Um, the devil and his demons, let's say this, let's not give them too much credit, uh, they are limited in, in power uh, and what they can and can't do. We see that all throughout Scripture. Um, uh, Job, in particular, mm-hmm. I think is, is that the most obvious example. Yeah. Um, they um, Satan can't himself, uh, he, or he can himself, be resisted through mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, James, the half-brother of Jesus, says mm-hmm. resist the devil, he'll flee from you. He can be resisted. Uh, they don't know the future. Uh, only God can declare the end from the beginning and the ancient things from the things not yet done, Isaiah tells us. So they don't know the future. Uh, I don't believe they can read your mind. I don't believe they can, they but can, they can They put can things, give you thoughts. Mm, they can give you if thoughts. You, if you leave your mind open, your eyes and your ears is the, is, are the portals to your mind, and if you leave those things open to, uh, to evil, Satan's and his work or it's there ready to fill your mind with a bunch of junk 
But you know, if you say something, he can use what you say. Yes. It's very important. You know, I think it's interesting that some of the great saints of the Bible, especially Samuel, talked about him earlier. It says in the old King James says, and Samuel grew in stature and wisdom, and he never let his words fall to the ground. Mm. So he didn't say much, but when he said something, it's pretty powerful from what I understand. Very good. And so Satan couldn't use it against him. And so many times I think, boy, I wish I had no my mouth. Oh, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. he uses our yeah. words all the time. I guess and uh, they can hurt you and they can hurt others. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So um, so they, they are formidable foes. Yeah. And not to be taken to, lightly yeah, and, to be, what, and to be aware of. Don't need to underestimate Satan's power. But by the same token, we don't need to underestimate the power of God. Exactly. We've got it all with him. We are overcomers. That's right. And uh, we have uh, the name of Christ. We have the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so, and we have each other to, mm-hmm. to help us overcome the work of Satan, uh, both in our world and in our own particular lives and our own family. So let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue this Theological Thursday discussion. And uh, as now we switch from angels to demons, if you've got an angelic story, that's fine. But I uh, would love to hear from some of you. Really, really thought you guys would be all about talking about this. Uh, I mean, this is this is where the rubber meets the road, guys. Uh, so uh, if you've got a, a, a discussion here point about uh, the work of Satan in our world or in your life or something you've seen in the work of your church or your ministry, uh, let's hear from you. 205-941-1011. When we come back, we'll talk demonic activity. And uh, it's an important subject because it's going on all around the world, whether we recognize it or not. It is happening. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Fox Mortgage has been such a help for not only me, but my parents 15 years ago, and now recently my brother and his wife just closed on their first home too. So they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family. My name is Erin and um, my husband and I recently started the first time home buying experience and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents. They actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago. We were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762, Jim Corey, 212-055. We are so proud to have Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his staff be a part of our program. Call them for your mortgage needs at 205-661-6868. They're the best in the business. Hello, hey Alabama, this is Phil Robertson here. Don't forget, you're listening to Greg Davis on WXJC Radio. Just like God's angels, Satan and his demons are active in the world today. And they uh, they are uh, really having a heyday in our world. <laughs> oh boy. I tell you, uh, but look, they're, they're not solely responsible for all the evil in the world, okay? Uh, they're sin. Okay, we're sinners. And just as they made a choice, we make, we make a choice. choices. Okay, so mm-hmm. we, you know, let's, let's don't take responsibility or accountability from ourselves. 
Um, now they, they might influence us, but uh, but ultimately uh, we make decisions that have consequences. They uh, they affect our world. They affect the one, the people around us, and they affect us. So um, demonic activity um, can come in uh, various forms and various degrees. I don't know if we've got time to really get into all the different things uh, concerning this. But Paul, as a pastor, um, tell, how does this? How do you see this flesh out in uh, in your years of of, uh, of, of pastoring and, and dealing with all sorts of different types of situations. Well, it, it it really goes back to the basics that we started off with already. You you know the players of the game, so to speak, and and but you also got to know the the plays that God wants us to run. Ronnie Floyd wrote a book several years ago, just literally changed my God used it to change my life. It's called The Power of Prayer and Fasting, and his appeal was for before the year two thousand, he wanted so many people to go on 40-day fast. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot of my friend, a couple of my friends did that. They felt led to do it. I read the book, and by the time I was in the third chapter, I knew that God wanted me to go on that fast. And so we wound up going on three, uh, the year 1999, in January uh, 2000, 2001. My wife and I both went on that. And that's the way you, you have to battle. You, you've got to stay in the Word. You've got to stay... Uh, close to the Lord, you can't fast all your life. But by the same token, you got to pray, you got to listen, and learning to listen is the thing that I think I learned to do that God taught me the most. And I, I'll give you a for instance. Um, I was in that first fast on day twenty. I can remember like yesterday. There was two things God taught me. He said, "He said, Paul, I am God, and Satan's the enemy." And that's all I got out of the whole stinking day. I was like, okay, God, I get it. But, you know, everywhere I read, I'm God and Satan's enemy. Well, about after I came out of that fast, I had a big meeting downtown. And it was bringing a lot of leaders together. And all these some, – some were spiritual leaders. Some were in positions. Uh, there were people from – there were pastors in the ACL, And then there were people that were in the ACLU. There were other organizations that were there. And I was downtown. And it, I was still with First Priority as my last – spring there with you guys as, as a staff person and and all of a sudden i got up and i spoke about first priority and i want you to know greg what what blew my mind was i had two people come to me afterwards a whole bunch of others but two in particular and one guy said look i said what do you do he says well i pastor church i'm with aclu in tuscaloosa he said can you get me that information so i can start a first priority club in a school now you think about it aclu guys starting a first priority club mm-hmm. in a school you know, they're usually trying he to look been, for reasons. He might have been trying to get your your information to yeah. take you down. <laughs> well, he started it. He, he? started a club well, down there. Yeah, and kept up. And then there was another guy. I would and, have been more skeptical. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. It, was, it blew my mind. Yeah. He, you know, when they come up with you tears with tears in yeah. their eyes, going, "My kids are dying on the streets." Yeah. You know, they're That's shooting. Right. And then the other guy came up to me, and I looked. I looked at him. I said, "You're the president of a, a pretty powerful organization, but that organization's been known to be swayed by money." And I looked at him. I said, "Brother, you're young." Can I pray with you? He said, because I really don't want you swayed by money. I want you to be swayed by the Word of God. And he looked at me, and he started crying. And I began to pray with him. And, and when it was all over with, he's like, been thinking. I kept up with him for a while. I want you to know about three years later, he wound up um, getting caught, mm-hmm. taking money from the organization. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the organization was swayed by money a lot of times. They And most of these people canceled my vote out in the voting booth. That I, Most of the people that I met with, I'd say the majority. Sure. I got in my truck after that was over with, and I'm driving off, and I'm going, well, thank you, God. I got to talk to some people and just be frank and loving and caring and pray with them on top of it. I'm driving off, and God said, day 20. Mm-hmm. I'm God. 
Satan's the enemy. Mm. And just because they vote against you, you got to overcome the, the, the evil forces in the world by telling them the truth. And I tell you what, that's how it happens. That's how, that, that's how you overcome it in your life. And you may not always see uh, later on what's going to happen. And my prayer is the guy that got arrested is okay now. He's doing well and he learned a lesson. Um, that's my prayer. But but the thing is, is you've got to stay close. And you got to preach a relationship. You can't preach an ism or a process or whatever. you just got to know him personally. You know, that's how you beat the the evil things because well another great theological Thursday would be fasting that's a good yeah, topic for we'll us to that. hit you, yeah. you you've hit all around it fasting um, enables you tell me if I'm wrong Paul or tell me how you would say it uh, helps enable you to uh, to fight the to fight the the battle in a better way it, it in does a, in, a, in a much better way it, it doesn't fight the battle for you mm-hmm. but it tunes you into God it, it, it gets your attention in the right place it helped me. I didn't realize how much red tape I had in my spiritual walk. And sin will do that to you, and thinking too much will do that to you. You ever watched a kid on the football field and you knew they were thinking too much because they were in the right position, but they were looking yeah. the other way? And, and That's the way we are in life sometimes. We, we've got so much red tape, we can't make the play. We can't make the tackle or whatever. And <clears throat> what happens when you fast, it puts you down on ground level, and you're hungry, a little bit, um, but then you're eat, you're eating the word of God, and uh, and that's supplying your, your your need, and and so it helps you to get back to the bare basics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it really tunes you into God, tunes relationship. You right there. Mm-hmm. It uh, it enables you, empowers you to to be more in tune with uh, with what God would have you to be doing on a moment yeah. by moment basis, because uh, your mind's on Him. Oh yeah. It gets yeah. it off yourself, and your uh, and at first you may be on yourself and your desires, and mm-hmm. you're you're kind of your flesh a little bit because you're hungry or you know you're having withdrawals or headaches or yeah. you know things like that but there comes a point where mm. you start hearing from god because yeah. you've cut all the red tape yeah so so that is a a way to help fight the battle on a personal mm. level and and a larger battle if, if enough of us were doing it yeah you, you know i can i can parallel it to this too uh well then you, jesus tells us uh some some demons are only defeated by prayer and fasting oh yeah he specifically they, they said won't it. come out unless you pray That's and it. fast okay. and yeah and but again i, I like i said I, I was a youth minister and associate pastor in a different denomination for many many years before i went to the baptist church and i'm not knocking the denomination but i got to where i was spending more time trying to fix the denominations the denomination and its faults than doing what i was supposed to do and so when I when God spoke to me when I was preaching that last Sunday that I was in that denomination, He said, "I want you to go to Bethel," and that's a Baptist church in the area. And and I was like, "What?" And I, I mean, I it's, it's like He just said, "You're going to Bethel, big guy." Mm-hmm. And so I went to Bethel. And next thing you know, I'm with First Priority, and I've been with you know when I came in with First Priority, I saw 150 kids saved mm-hmm. because you and I were in schools almost five days out of the week, right. and. We're sharing the gospel, and it wasn't because we're great speakers. It's because they'd never heard it, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, 150 kids get saved, and I'm like, in one month, and I'm like, and then God says, hey, big guy, you're trying to fix folks that should know better already. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, I need you to be out there on the streets. Who don't know anything. Don't know a clue. <laughs> I don't have a clue where the, yeah. you know, where the rubber meets the road. And that's why I'm excited about this year because I think i got a school or two I can go to this year and get plugged back into so I can start doing that on the road because – that's where my calling was. I mean, I, I've told you my story and stuff, but 
that's we've got to stay with the purpose God's called us to, to stay with. If we're under his shield and under his protection, you know, he'll take those fiery darts with that shield of faith, you know, as we walk. Uh, as we go to break, and you got to slip out, do, yeah. you, do, do we think, do some Christians, or I'll say some churches, overemphasize spiritual warfare while others <laughs> underemphasize it, spiritual warfare? What's, is, does that happen? And is there a balance there? I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on it or any um, stories you may have about uh, encountering demonic activity. 205-941-1011. Paul, we appreciate you being here. I know you got to slip out. Thanks for I'll be back. We've got another half hour yet to come. It is Priority Talk Live, WXJC Radio. Go back and listen to this again later. Priority Talk Podcast. Find it there at the website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. It's time to pick up that phone and call Greg right now at Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. My life be like, yeah, my life be like. Thank you for being with us. It is Priority Talk Live. Paul Brazier slipping out. He's got uh, other obligations. 205-941-1011. Just during the email there, got a little, uh, or during the break, got an email. And um, people registering for our Israel trip. So, um, hey, don't, don't, don't sleep on it. If you're looking at it, let's move. All right, email me, Greg, at PriorityTalkRadio.com. We'll we'll email back and forth. I'll uh, have a phone conversation with you. And uh, you can then make a decision from there. But uh, just literally got an email during the break uh, saying they're uh, registering tonight. So we are going to sort of limit this trip a little bit. So it's next next July, next July. So uh, one year from now. In fact, one year from now, we'll be there right now. I won't be here. I'll be there in Israel, and you can be with me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll uh, just put Israel trip and um, – you know, I'll uh, follow back up with you. That'll be good. Okay, let's do get to the phones here. We uh, haven't been taking a lot of phone calls, but uh, we're talking uh, demonic activity. We're talking um, uh, spiritual warfare. We've talked angels. Now we're talking demonic, although we'll do either one. Uh, Greg is with us in Jasper. Gave us a call yesterday, too, Greg. Hey, how you doing, man? Yeah, uh, I've got a good angel deal. All right. But 
I wasn't able to call in while I got that's driving. Right. So. That's fine. But uh, the 93 snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, our power was out like seven days. And, but we'd gotten a gas heater to stay warm. And hooked it up, got everything ready. And we all slept in the living room, me and my wife. And, and her brother was staying with us at the time. And trying to make it quick. Uh, okay. We had all got comfortable, gotten gotten the covers, fell asleep. I heard my name called. And the second time I heard my name called, I opened my eyes real quick. And this glowy being over me shot through to the hallway. Okay, so yeah. I get up. I wasn't afraid of it. It's like it was there to help. So I get up to walk toward the hallway and find out that the gas tank, the gas was leaking on the heater. And if it had ever made it to the pilot light, we'd have been goners. Wow. Sure. So that was a, a good angel experience. Yeah. Well, that's that uh, protection uh, uh, side of it. We have there are angels. The part of there is to protect us. And, uh, and there you go. Man, wow. That's a powerful story, brother. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it, man. Good call. Another good call. He had a good call yesterday as well. All right. Uh, yeah, angels or demons. We're uh, we're talking demonic uh, or angelic activity in the world. We're talking spiritual warfare, and um, you know Satan attacks us in in different ways, in different forms, and to various degrees. Um, but uh, don't forget now we have the uh, we have the one who has the power of death, uh, and uh, Jesus nullified his power. The one that has the power of death, and that is the devil. Uh, but Jesus has nullified that power and disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame, triumphing over them. That's Christ. Colossians 2 tells us. So uh, Satan mounts his uh, attacks against us. Uh, there's this spiritual unseen warfare that's going on. And uh, let's talk about it. All right, Judy's next in Graysville, 205-941-1011. To Graysville we go. Hey, Judy. Hello. Um, mine's not as nice. That's fine. Um, go ahead. Long ago, I was into very bad demonic stuff, and uh, I got saved. And my my mind, my subconscious, called up a demon, and I hollered, "Jesus saved me!" And uh, I turned my head away, and then when I turned back, the demon was gone. And I found out later from people. That, that demon hadn't been seen again. So he really got rid of him for me. Well, amen. Yeah, you did the right thing. Yep. That, that was one of the most scariest things and the most blessed things that I'd ever had happen to me. Yeah. But I just wanted to tell you. Tell, tell me, let me ask you a question, Judy. Um, how okay. did you describe it? You said you were, uh, before you were saved, you were into, what did you say, a lot of... Uh, How'd you say it? Uh, demonic, activi- demonic activity. Demonic activity. Tell, tell uh, me how that happened. How, how did you uh, how you get down that path? How how does that happen to you? <laughs> I was always the rebel. It, people would tell me that angels were the good guys and everything, so I wanted to be the bad the bad one. Mm-hmm. And. You, you go down that path, you can get to be very bad. Do you do that on your own, or did you do it with other people? Who, what, what, 
uh, I did it on my own for the most part, mm-hmm. and then I joined other people. You you get drawn to each other. Yeah. Did you uh, um, find information over the internet? Um, oh no 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 no! This was before that. Uh, long okay. Long before. How, the how did you uh, How did you gather uh, knowledge on how to, uh, to to be involved in that? There are books. Yeah. And if you are uh, somebody who really likes loves books and is willing to go to places that are a little sketchy. Uh, you can, uh, or you, at least you could. I don't know if you still. You probably just go to the internet now. But yeah, it's it's much more accessible now. Place. Yes. So it was it was scary, sketchy. But um, what what were? And I'm sorry, I, I just find this fascinating, and and I appreciate your <laughs> your openness. What what was sort of the entry point? Uh, you said spells and things like that. What what is sort of the the first step? You know, if you can just if you can nail something, what, what sort of that innocent entry point maybe where you went? Okay, I'm going to do this, but and you didn't even know maybe how how far it would take you. Uh, the Exorcist, the movie, the movie, and uh, Rosemary's Baby. Wow. So so movies, uh, media, media did it. Influenced you, and in I, that way. I laughed through the whole movie. Because I knew it was uh, Hollywood. Yeah. I knew, I knew that it was. I knew the difference behind it. Yeah. Judy, how careful yeah. do parents need to be, and, and uh, even ourselves? But how careful do, do parents need to be in uh, what their children are exposed to? Oh, everything. That they need to know exactly what they're looking at, what the what their friends are looking at and telling them about, because. Once you get a little circle of friends, and then the friends get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I don't want to give the devil too much credit here. Tell, if you don't mind, how how did you get out of this? How how did you get saved? To use your words. Oh, I had a pair of friends who uh, he was go, uh, in a master of uh, divinity uh-huh. uh, classes. And they prayed for me, and uh, it took a while. But uh, then they, I started going to church with them, and that's when it happened. Well, well, amen. I I, I appreciate yeah. you uh, sharing with us. I, that, there's a lot for us to learn in that from your story. Um, and praise God that you, uh, you you saw the light, and you had friends who who pointed you in the right direction. Yes. I, I pray for them daily. Yeah. Well, thank you, Judy. How, how's things in Graysville? I, I I got a lot of familiarity with the town of Graysville. Oh, it's, everything's doing fine. Yeah, that's that's like Little Mayberry out there, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> we even have our own police force again. Oh, good. I didn't realize that. Okay, so that's yep. that's good to hear. You need that. Amen. All right. Well, yep. hey, Judy. Thank you for the phone call, ma'am. Uh huh. That's Bye. very interesting. Yeah. Very very. There's some there's some good stuff in there for us. Listen. Yeah, I grew up with several friends who got into that, and it was either Wicca, or mm-hmm. uh, the, just the fascination of what the the uh, the demonic brought, or mm-hmm. the oh, what's the they used to call it the occult. Yeah, they used to be big into that. I had I had a kid that lived around the mm-hmm. uh, on the other side of the, the neighborhood from me who was big into that, and it started off with his fascination with Ozzy Osbourne, but then went into 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, what was that crazy guy that... Um, Manson? Wasn't Manson, though. This guy was like, he, he, could, he said he could conjure up uh, and talk to dark spirits, and he, he used to... He, a I, musician, entertainer? No, no, no. This, this guy, but he was well-known... Uh, and I just I'll have to look him up, yeah. but but well, uh, it's I, just I think, amazing. I think a a lesson to be learned is the fascination, as you said, with it. And we said with the dark, yes, but let's just go a little broader. There's a fascination with the supernatural. Yeah, exactly. And when we, as as the church or as parents, when we sort of ignore the supernatural, mm-hmm. then the dark is gonna there. There is a fast. There's an interest there. It's gonna be there. Yeah, and they the the dark will will suck you in. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they're so much fascinated well, with the dark. They're fa- they're super, they're they're fascinated with supernatural, and the dark is much more accessible. And you have to think about it. This is the seduction of the spirit and seduction of the soul. The God and 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 His goodness and all creation never had to seduce His creation mm-hmm. to come to Him. It was just all right there. And all goodness was there. Yeah. So there, when when Lucifer broke away, has done what he's done, what he's always done, and his his demonic realm as well. They've always had to try to seduce, to entice, yeah. to draw in. Yeah. And they have to do anything they can to do that because they need a vessel to occupy. Yes, they do. And and that is more accessible, or or the draw is there. If you don't uh, recognize and uh, and deal with the supernatural as a church or as a parent if you ignore that um i'm not you're op- you're you're giving um you're not fulfilling that that desire that interest or that need that someone has to understand those things and if you if you don't show them the light the dark is happy to take them exactly well not only that there, there are times that it's so subtle parents don't notice it there are things that go on on the Disney Channel and 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 yeah. and, and Nickelodeon and all sure. these. Other oh yeah, no, those are entry points. No, Very innocent. Yeah, well, it seems not that even way. so innocent anymore. According yeah, to exactly. how in tune to those things you are. So these these attacks, these seductions from Satan and his demons, they come in various forms. That's what we've been saying. Judy gave us some good examples of that. They come in various degrees. And. Um, we have to be aware and uh, cognizant of those and uh, and know how, if Satan and his demons mount an attack on us, um, how to respond. We, we, and we have to pa- you have to pass that along. They have to understand, like she said, uh, I called on Jesus. But how many people grow up and don't even know how, don't even know to do that? And exactly, and, and and I think there's a more likely part of that that happens with broken homes, yep. people that don't have or never had a positive or a good nurturing relationship with their parents, and that's the biggest thing in the world right there. You've got to have a strong relationship relationship with your children. They have to know you love them, and they can come to you at any yeah. time and well, talk to you. That's it. That's it. Uh, the Bible talks about truth and love, and um, that that's the way you do it. Uh, you share truth, but you do it in love. Um, if you love and don't share truth, mm, if you share truth but don't do it in unconditional love, it doesn't work. It takes truth and love. And I think uh, he hit on a uh, an absolutely perfect thing there. And, of course, uh, you know, demonic activity has its uh, areas where it absolutely is flourishes in, in some areas of, of your life and my life and, and society. It has its areas where it flourishes. I mean, where it just is on, 
no pun intended, on fire. <laughs> but you know, there's one thing that, 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 that a lot of people don't, they need reminding of. Sin never delivers on its promise. Oh, no. Of never. Not. No. No. It's um, sweet in the mouth, but bitter in the stomach, as Bingo. they say. All right. Uh, Menzor is up next. Good to hear from you, my friend. Hey, Menzor. Hey. Uh, yes, sir. Go right ahead, man. Good to hear from you. Hey, you too. I got uh, uh, two stories. I, if you don't have time for the second, okay. But uh, I got a couple of minutes. Go right ahead. Uh, okay, good. Okay. All right. Uh, well, my I lived up the country in Winston County. Well, we was about a half a mile from the first house. It was nighttime. Mom and Daddy going to visit somebody across the bunkum, the creek. And well, that's the vital line, I think, for Walker County, Winston County. Yep. It's nighttime. I was about nine or ten, or just about six or seven or eight something, you know. Anyway, uh, was waiting on the porch. It was dark, and Dad, and Mama wasn't getting along too good, and uh, it just dropped in my heart, my spirit, my mind that Dad had killed Mother down at Buncombe, the creek, and, and I just really—I guess I thought he had. I just started just crying, and I mentioned it to my sister, and I, I, I hadn't told the story hard at all. The other one, a little bit more, but anyway. Then we heard mother about a half block away, a block away, laughing. Oh, we're so happy, so happy. But I think that was a demonic spirit just dropped that in my in my in my mind. I really do. Wow. Anyway, so yeah. That, well, that's a thought. Yeah, and uh, and that can be uh, defeating to people. Sometimes a yes, thought sir. like that well, can can put people in a, a spiritual tailspin. The second one in Columbia, South Carolina. I went to a rock show, and you uh, anyway, there was an altercation there. And at the very end, it closed down a little bit early. Not it was about done, but we was walking up the street. It was you know a lot of white, a lot of black. Uh, I was walking up the street about five or six guys about a block away from there, and uh, it was about twelve, fifteen. Like it well, could have been white. But anyway, walking behind us and. I never thought about it, but two or three guys up front said, well, they start chasing us, let's run to Taylor Street Pharmacy. I didn't know where that was. I hadn't been Columbia long. And, uh, well, uh, these guys are going to run me over to West Columbia, and uh, they was parked in a parking lot. And, well, some guys started running, different ones started like cat and mouse, you know. Uh, I said, I ain't going to run, I, you know, but I said I better. And so then I was running up the street, I, and... Uh, some guys turn left, go to the parking lot, get in the car. Some guys chase them. All right, two or three of them rolling up the street, Taylor Street Pharmacy. Some guys chasing them. I said, I got to change horses in the middle of the stream. So I crossed the street. And uh, when I crossed the street, somebody on the other side was running, and he swung and grazed my back. And uh, some guys was chasing me. And so, anyway, I didn't know anything about four way, red light, nothing. It's about 10 o'clock at night. Mm. And, uh, and, and and there was a red light there, and there was a car, guy had stopped, and I ran up to the car, and his car door gets us open. I jerked the car door open, and a guy he said, "What you doing?" I said, "I'm getting in." So I got in the car. He had a little girl about six years old. She just looking. And I think I might have pulled the door to and locked it. And they kind of circled the car. I said, "See these guys?" He he wanted to know why he's getting in. I said, "They're after me." He's oh, I see what you mean. I said, "Take me down the street a few blocks, let me out." Mm. And he did. So as I thought about it couple, three years ago, about five or six things came together right there, and I was totally protected. Otherwise, uh, they, they might have just stomped on me. Sure. You know. So wow. anyway, I, I really believe that was a miracle, just when that happened. So I just want to mention Wow. Me. Powerful stories, Menzor. Hey, and I'm going to follow up with you. I got your number. We're, uh, I, let, me, let me get to the right date, and I'll holler at you. Sure. That'd be great.
Appreciate Gonna do it, you, though, my friend. Take care, Menzor. Good Thank stories. Well, They're powerful stories, let me say that. Uh, all right, uh, our final break, 205-941-1011. We can get a phone call in on the other side. We've been talking spiritual warfare today. Uh, call us with your thoughts, uh, story, or question, 205-941-1011. This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage. When they bought their home, they said it was just a great process. We used Jody with Fox Mortgage and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions Uh, again we were very not experienced in the home buying process when we went to closing on our to close on our house we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well they made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process call 661-6868 fox mortgage quick as a fox nmls fox mortgage 184-762 look whether you're looking for your dream home or a refinance Jim and his team will work to find the right loan program for you at the lowest rate. Jim's ready to go to work for you today. Call him, 205-661-6868. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191. Or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. One Point USA. Be secure. Hi, this is Erwin Lutzer. I'm the author of the book, We Will Not Be Silenced, and you are listening to Priority Talk. And our final few moments together here as we uh, wrap up uh, Theological Thursday, Spiritual Warfare has been the topic. If some of you are just kind of catching the tail end of this, go back and listen. The full show is uh, posted each and every, pretty much every evening, sometimes next morning. Pretty much every evening. You can uh, find us there at Priority Talk Radio. Uh, Just look for it on your podcast platforms or just head to the website. That's the easiest thing to do, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and just click on the one you want to listen to, and uh, that's done daily. Also, we have the uh, just somewhat bi-weekly post as well, Conversations with Greg Davis. Check that out also. Um, thanks to Paul Brazier for having been here as we uh, traverse these uh, these touchy waters of spiritual warfare. There, are, there can be a lot of uh, different thoughts and theories and ideas. I think uh, more than anything, though, all of us need to realize that uh, there is, the Bible clearly teaches that there is a spiritual uh, battle that's going on uh, in the heavenlies and that it does uh, affect us and we can affect it. 
And so we didn't have time to get into the weapons of our warfare. They're not flesh and blood, but they are uh, spiritual in nature. We didn't have time to get into the uh, the armor of God. Paul uses that wonderful analogy. Um, the uh, helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, um, the shield of faith, or having our feet uh, shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, uh, the sword of the Spirit, using the word of God. Uh, all of those um, are the, the weapons that we have at our disposal. Okay, And, and they're not literal weapons. Uh, they're, that teaches us uh, how we are to uh, to live our lives spiritually to uh, to not only defend against Satan's attacks in our world and in our personal life but also to be on the attack the best defense you've all heard it is a good offense and uh, we're not to be in retreat none of that um, w- none of that warfare uh, covers our backside we're not to retreat we are to uh, to move forward in the uh, with the sword of the spirit move forward with the word of God, the name of Jesus, and uh, we can be victorious over this. Um, uh, Romans tells us, uh, Paul tells us in Romans, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. And that's the good news of the gospel. Uh, When it's preached and people come to believe in Jesus, the battle, uh, another spiritual battle is won. And so that's the kind of testimony that we had just heard from uh, Judy out of Graysville. So uh, anyway, we appreciate the conversation today. Um, Don't forget now, tomorrow... Uh, at this time, tomorrow is the uh, 413 Men's Conference. You've heard so much about here on the program. And uh, that's happening out at Jasper High School for men, the 413 Men's Conference. Head out there tomorrow night, and uh, you'll hear t- uh, Friday and Saturday, you'll hear from Jeremiah Castile, Chet Williams, and then also on Saturday, you'll hear from Daryl Strawberry, plus all the great breakout groups, um breakout leaders i'm telling a lot of the guys he's got leaving leading sort of smaller breakout groups um are main stage first rate top notch men of god who have a message to share with any audience in the world Uh, i i would be a part of those in a heartbeat so get on out there uh register 413 men's conference we've got it on our website uh, at uh, PriorityTalkRadio.com and it'll link you right over to the uh, 413 Men's Conference page and you can register. I know you'll, I think you'll also be able to register at the door tomorrow night as well. So uh, so check that out. Um, probably uh, high school, you know, upper high school age and all the way through adulthood for the men. If you can't go Saturday, go Friday. If you can't go Friday, go Saturday or go both. Plenty of hotels in the area if you want to drive in make a, an overnighter out of it with uh, maybe your, your sons or um, or some other men, small group, something like that. It's tomorrow. I realize it's close, but get on out there if you can. 413 Men's Conference. Okay. Um, thanks to Paul. Good Theological Thursday discussion. We will be back on Friday, of course, with a brand new program for you. We'll be live taking your phone calls. And uh, finishing up now the four-hour talk radio block here in the afternoons. Now 2 till 6, Right Side Radio, 2 until 4, Priority Talk, 4 until 6 p.m. We encourage you to listen to the station uh, all the time, but if you like talk, we've got you covered here on your drive in the afternoons. God bless you, everybody. We will talk again tomorrow. Places and these places